Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 75 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. Cannot believe we're at episode 75. That is just craziness. But as always now, Randy Cash is joining me from over there in internet land. Hey. What's up? <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to wave and not say anything. I'm like, Randy, they can't hear you. They can't, They can see you, but they can't hear you. Yeah, well, they probably prefer that. <laughs> No, no, no. They don't prefer that. You're fine. Things going okay over there with you? Yeah, things are going fantastic. Thank you very much. Just, you know, doing rock star stuff like going to work and doing laundry and, you know, that kind of thing. That is rock star stuff. I have been using all of your painting skills that you have imparted into my brain over the years in preparation for painting this new house. It, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff, but you taught me well, so I'm doing, I'm doing a good job. Way to go, young Padawan. <laughs> hey, it, you know, I'm not saying that I want to sit there and paint every day, all day long, but at the same time, like, I, I feel like I have a skill that if I need to paint something, I can. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, it's a good skill set to have, man. You know, people will always want to have you over to help out when they move into a new house. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little like my OCD really comes through when I do house projects and I, I kind of overwhelm myself with trying to make it like perfect. So I've had to let that go because if you have a drip here or there, if you, you know, have to be like, it's OK. It is what it is. Like I'm, I am not a professional like Randy Cash. I am. I just I, I play one on TV sometimes. But anyways, that being said, we are still in the middle of this series on boundaries. And for today's episode, we are going to talk about the seventh boundary, which it's one of those seventh. And even though it's the last on the list is not, it's like that. What is it like, you know, not save the best for last or whatever, because time boundaries are one of the things that I feel like are so difficult for us to set as people. And it's gotten increasingly difficult with the ease of communication, having a phone right there at your fingertips all of the time and always being reachable by anybody that wants to get in touch with you. And time boundaries can be tricky because there's a balance between the things that we have to do and the things that we want to do. And I realize if someone's listening and they're like, well, I can't choose how to spend all my day. You're right. You may not be able to choose every single moment of your day, especially if you have work and kids and a relationship and housework and all of those, what'd you call it? Rock star stuff. If you got rock star stuff to do like Randy does, then you can't necessarily pick everything that you do at every moment. But what about those moments that you do have free time? What about those moments where you do get to choose? Are you doing things that line up with who you are that you want to be doing? Or are you doing things out of obligation because someone asked you to, or someone has put a guilt trip on you, or you feel guilty when you say no to someone that asks you to do something? Or maybe you just don't want to interact with people at all. You just want to sit in a room and stare at the wall. All of these things are okay, but I want you to be acting out of integrity. I want you to be saying yes to things that really do line up with who you are and not just doing things because you feel obligated. You know, I have found myself doing that on more than one occasion in my life, you know, and if I'm unable to, I do feel really bad. And I guess it's because I feel like I wanted to be able to help a person out, but I'm not able to. And I had always struggled with that word guilt because it wasn't guilty that I was feeling. It was something other that made me feel bad for not being able to help someone that I wanted to help. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe we should dig into that at some point. Like, what were you feeling? If it's not guilt, what would we call that? But you know the difference, though. You can tell, like, guilt is one thing. The other is kind of like, maybe it is obligation. 
Maybe that's that's what you were feeling or, you know, just not letting someone down, not wanting to disappoint someone or having to say no. Those are all boundaries. But, you know, think about like the number of times you've been invited to a party or a get together or, you know, to watch somebody's cousin's brother's uncle, somebody's nephew play a soccer game. It's not to say that you you I hate to say the word should because I don't want to should all over people, but it's like. I'm not going to say that you should never feel like it's important to support the people in your life, because I think that is an important part of being a good human, right? Like showing up when people need you to. But it's also okay for you to be a human that sometimes has to say no. And sometimes it's just in the language that we use. You know, if someone says to you, Randy, hey, do you want to, you know, come hang out and have some drinks this weekend? I don't know that looking at them and going, heck no, I don't want to do that. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, I don't I don't think that's really the appropriate response in that moment. You could just as easily say, I have been working like 12 hour days. I'm exhausted. This is just not a good weekend for me. But thank you for asking. Thanks for the offer. You always want to include that. Thank you for asking. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for including me. Whatever feels you know, kind of authentic for you. But it is okay to say no. And that's the whole thing about boundaries in general saying no to things that don't feel in alignment with where you are at that moment. Because I don't know anybody that wants an obligatory, you know, well, I guess I'll just show up. You know, I don't I don't think anybody involved in that equation likes it, you know, feels forced. Yeah, fine. I'll go. Ugh, that guy. I'll tell you, because <laughs> my time is my most valuable, precious commodity, especially because since I'm advancing in age and I feel like I don't have as much left as I once did. And it's more important to me now than say it was five years ago. You know, I get that. I think it is. It's one of these finite resources that doesn't slow down just because we want it to. And we all get the same 24 hours every day. And like I said, sometimes we have some choices of what we do with that 24 hours. Sometimes we're able to pick things that we enjoy. Sometimes we're able to do things that we like doing. Other times we don't have so many choices. And so, yeah, I think it is really important to not feel like you're living your life out of obligation to someone else or someone else's. How do you say that plural of that? The plural of someone else. It's not it's not really something that you want to do, because like you said, there there isn't there's not more time to go around. We're not going to wake up tomorrow with an extra day thrown in there. You know, we get an extra day every four years on leap year. But even that's already kind of accounted for, you know, and. It's a struggle, though, because I think in the world that we live in, if someone sends you a text message or sends you a message over on one of the social media sites, your phone goes off and you get it immediately. So the ease of getting in touch with you from a time perspective is much different than it was even, you know, 10, 15 years ago. The days of having to get a phone call as a voicemail, get home after a long day, check the voicemail and then decide if it's an appropriate time to call back. That doesn't really exist anymore. Anymore. I guess sometimes from a business perspective, it does, but in personal life, it really doesn't. And then time boundaries get even more complicated when we're talking about, you know, family or people that we do feel a sense of obligation to because we love them, because we care about them, you know? Yeah, you can really have your, your time is monopolized a lot of people by your device anyway. And then mm -hmm. when somebody tries to communicate with you that way via text message and stuff, they can really get in and monopolize your time also. And that's also another area where you can kind of feel bad because you're not able to maybe text with that person at the moment, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. You know, I think even without real, maybe, you know, it's boundaries, maybe you didn't, I don't know, but you've always been really clear about your boundaries. And so one of the things you told me like early on in me getting to know you is you were like, I would rather if you're going to send me a text message, send me one message with all of the things and know that it might take me a while to get back to you. That doesn't mean I didn't read it. It doesn't mean I don't care. I just don't always have the ability to respond back right away. And so now when I send you a message, unless I think it's like an urgent thing, I try to send one message, maybe two if I forget something, and I don't expect an immediate response because you've set that clear boundary with me and I know what to expect. But by the same token, there was one night that I texted with you and like three or four hours went by and I'm like, okay, I haven't heard from him. I'm getting kind of worried. Like, at what point do I go, oh no, that's just Randy being Randy. And I actually get worried. Remember that? And I call you and I'm like, are you okay? And you're like, oh dude, I'm sorry. You know, and then you kind of own it. You're like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I fell asleep, you know, or whatever. It's been a long day. So I think it's important to just negotiate those boundaries. It's also complicated sometimes to negotiate these boundaries in romantic relationships, especially if you and your partner are viewing how you spend your time differently. Some people want to wake up leisurely on a weekend and watch the news or read the paper or drink coffee in bed or eat breakfast or go out to brunch or whatever it may be. Whereas someone else may say, oh, okay, I want to work in the yard today and I only have so much daylight, so I'm going to get to it. Well, if you don't have a conversation about that, somebody's going to feel like they aren't getting their needs met. And that's where potential resentment can build. Because like, if you're the one that's saying, I I really want like a leisurely Saturday, Sunday morning, and you're outside working, we're not spending any time together. Again, that word time, we've got to figure out how to negotiate those boundaries, not just in our personal and professional lives, but specifically in our relationships. Personal boundary time management. That's what it comes down to. It does. And time management doesn't look the same for everyone. You know, I I tend to be a very methodical person with stuff. So like even as I've been packing up boxes at my house and getting ready to move and then moving things over, I don't go super fast. I, I, I go fast in a lot of things. But when it comes to things that require time and effort and attention like that, I want it to be done like, quote, right. And so because of that, sometimes it takes me longer to do things. And you know, the same is true if I pack to go on a trip. My, my wife knows at this point, like Lindsay's probably going to pull an all nighter before we go on a trip. Even if she's prepared the entire week, she just she has to methodically go through things. And it's the way I choose to spend my time. But then once we're on vacation, I may not want to wake up every morning at 6 a.m. I might want to sleep till noon because, again, it's my time boundary that says if I've got the time, I want to sleep in because I don't get to do that all the time. There's for me anyway, like this sense of like satisfaction of doing things for myself, my way like that when I'm packing for moving or what doing my laundry, whatever it is, the (laughs) satisfaction of doing it my way, knowing it's done the way that I want it done. And then I don't think about it anymore because I'm comfortable with it being done my way, you know? Absolutely. And it's like, you know, so for me, an investment in time to sit there and methodically pack a box rather than just throwing random things in a box feels better to me. Whereas for other people, they may just say, nope, let's get it done as fast as possible. So again, like if I wasn't communicating that to my partner, that could cause a problem. That could cause a lot of disagreements. And, you know, even when we're over there doing work at the house, we're having to talk about, okay, so we've got six hours. We need to do this, this, and this. What do we want to do first? What do we want to do second? What do we want to accomplish and in what order? And it it doesn't really take a lot more effort than that. The goal is really to, to just sit down and have a little bit of a conversation about, okay, 
How do we both treat time management? How do we treat our concept of what we want to spend our time on? What is important? What is a priority? And communication is the key to all boundaries. Being able to clearly communicate what you are and aren't okay with is really the name of the game for all seven of them. It just so happens we're talking mostly about time today. But if you have missed a previous episode, over the last seven weeks, we have been on this massive series about boundaries. We have looked at uh, space and personal, you know, personal space boundaries. We have looked at sexual boundaries, intellectual boundaries, emotional boundaries, intellectual boundaries. I think I just said that. Um, money, time, and material. So there's basically seven of them that you can go back and listen through and be like, okay, how does this apply for me? And there's going to be a way that it applies individually to yourself, with your friends and your family, with your work life, and with your interpersonal dynamic with your significant other. So there's really like four to five areas that boundaries apply. So my my advice would be to spend some time thinking about, are you saying yes to things that you don't want to be saying yes to? Are you doing things out of obligation, whether it be from any of the other ones I just listed or time specifically? Are you allowing yourself to set healthy boundaries in a way that feels congruent with how you want to live your life? And the big key, when someone gets upset with you for setting those boundaries, that is not a reason you should have said yes. And it's also an indication that they may have benefited from you not having that boundary in place previously. And now they are not handling it very well when they realize they can't have that access to you or your stuff or your time like they once did. You teach people how you wish to be treated, and it also goes over into your boundaries and your time management, your time boundaries, too. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. If you're that person that's always saying yes to everything and not really thinking about what is important to you or what you actually can devote your time to without feeling completely run ragged, that's that's kind of what we're talking about. So, yeah, I, I really hope that, you know, those of you listening, that you will give it some thought as to what does it look like to set boundaries in your life. And if this is a new concept for you, good for you. I'm really glad that you're you're giving it a chance to exist and to live because healthy boundaries and communication go hand in hand and your relationships will be better served in the long run if healthy boundaries are in place. I agree. And I just want to say this, man, it it seems like at times, sometimes people, like when you were saying you feel bad saying no, you don't say no enough. People always expect you to say yes. And, you know, that's not a good place to be either, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, different people struggle with saying no for different reasons. And I think that has a lot to do with why boundaries can be so complicated. But there is a lot of emotion that gets wrapped up in it for lots of reasons also. So I think the more that we can just sit with the reality of it's okay to set boundaries. We don't owe anybody access to us, our stuff, our thing, you know, our money, our time, all of that the better we will all be as a society. And I'm going to continue cycling through these boundaries as we talk about other topics, but it really felt important to go through each one individually. So I I appreciate you going on this journey with me, Randy Cash. You're very welcome. And I think we will all be better as a society if you follow me on the Instagrams (laughs) at rcashcomedy. You like that little little transition there? I do, and that's going to make us better as a society. I'm glad to know. I'm glad to know. I'll be looking for your updates on boundaries in in your uh, coming posts on Instagram, so good job. Um, If you do want to follow along with what I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. You can find a link to download my free relationship communication guide. You can find all of my past blogs and podcast episodes. You can also subscribe to the podcast Podcast Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay there on iTunes. That way you'll never miss a new episode when they launch. If you want to follow me on social media, at Lindsay Walden Consulting is where you can find me on Facebook. 
at this is Lindsay Walden is my TikTok and my Instagram. Therapy Thoughts or Lindsay Walden is how you can find me on Pinterest. And Clubhouse is at Lindsay.Walden. Until next time, I do hope you keep living your best life and building that relationship of your dreams. And we will be back next week with more.